Welcome to Shut Out of Marvel episode 24. It's your host, 27. And it's your boy, Grace. And finally, this is our Black Widow review. You know how we do scene by scene that straight out of Marvel Brothers are back. And we are here to give you our thoughts what we think of this fire ass movie. So, how are you feeling today, bro? Feeling good, bro. Besides, you know, it's raining out there, but. You know, it's cool. It's cool. It's a good little vibe. How you feeling? Bro, I'm feeling action-packed. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Just like this fire-ass movie that we are about to do. So before we get to that, shout-out to the new listeners. Shout-out to the day one listeners. Special shout-out to Garris Popcorn for leaving a five-star rating and comment on Apple Podcasts. Much appreciated we understand those long shifts too at work you know what i'm saying and if you want to support this podcast like my man garris popcorn you can also give us a five-star rating and comment on apple podcast because it goes a long way with mr algae rhythm (laughs) that's a space jam reference if you didn't catch that putting ching Also, follow on Twitter and Instagram at KC Network 702. Let's interact and let's build. Yes, sir. Cool. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? John Walker So, bro, now that it's weeks out, we want to let the movie sit in our stomachs, digest. How do you feel about Black Widow now? Because, you know, we had to get our Loki up out of our system. Yeah. Um, now that we got full time to, gi- to digest Black Widow, how are you feeling about this movie now? I, bro, I feel like the movie was good. Then what people, like, saying is, like, terrible. I don't think it was terrible. I think it was a good movie just for what it was. And I understand they pushed the story forward to, like, the end. But it was still a good movie. So I, I liked it. And it was some good action scenes. It was, a, it was some cool little parts. So it was actually a good movie. How you like it? First thing I have to say is, I love that I can feel the difference between the Marvel shows yeah. and a Marvel movie. Sure. When the movie first came out, I watched it about five times. And I did not, I don't have that same feeling watching the Marvel shows. Maybe it's because I know it's coming out once a week. Mm-hmm. So you get more time to just feel, or you just want to let it simmer for a little bit. But with yeah. this Black Widow movie, man, I could just keep watching it over and over again because yeah. it's just an action packed two hours, you know? Mm-hmm. So I still feel like Marvel movies are the shit. It's the urgency, you know what I mean? But as far as the movie, overall, I liked it very strongly. Didn't love it, but I liked it very strongly. The best part about this movie, definitely the action. And I would say some of the best action the MCU has to offer. Where it suffers, to me, is the two villains. Drakeoff doesn't feel like high stakes enough and very expendable and taskmaster feels like obviously a letdown which is the consensus around the you know twitterverse yeah. and marvel i mean it was still cool but 
we didn't get to hear Taskmaster speak. Nah, it was kind of me. It's people talking, like you were saying, like people saying, like, oh well, people acting like before they knew Taskmaster before Spider Man. I'm like, okay, even still, I liked him in Spider Man. I liked him in Avengers. The uh, mm-hmm. not not the movies, but the the series. You know, yeah. I, I yeah, watched yeah. all the series. On Disney Plus, so I like Taskmaster or uh, Taskmaster then, and he was on a Spider Man episode on the Disney Plus series, so I fuck with Taskmaster, and obviously in the comics, so I just feel like they could have did that better. But however, performances by Scarlett Johansson being the series role and Florence Pugh being more of the comic relief definitely carried this movie along with David Harbour as Red Guardian. Yeah. I like that. That's why I like I like Red Guardian too, bro. I feel like Harper, he did good in that role. He played that shit good. For a comedian act? Yeah, most likely. Yeah, I like I like David Harbour as the Red Guardian, aka Alexi. <laughs> so before we get into the scene by scene, let's see what Rotten Tomatoes has to say about this. And this will be a thing, by the way, only for the movies, ladies and gentlemen, only for the movies. So Rotten Tomato scores, critics gives it an 81%, while audience gives it 93%. Dang. So shout out to the audiences, man. We keeping it real because Black Widow was a good movie. Definitely yeah. good enough to get a 93%. Would I give it a 93%? No, I would give it like an 87. But <laughs> I feel like <laughs> Damn, <laughs> shut the movie down. <laughs> it's not, it's no, I'm saying I would give it an 87, no, but that's no, just my that. opinion. But I still agree with the 93% because I still feel like an 87 will still average it out for the other people. Yeah. That shit was good, though. I mean, would I give it a 93? I'm going to be honest. I wouldn't give it a 93, too. Maybe like an 89. That was like just 4, you know, 4% down. But that's all I'm saying. Yeah. Black Widow, directed by Kate Shortland, starts off in Ohio, 1995, and we see a young Natasha, played by Everett Anderson, daughter of Mila Jovovich, star of the Resident Evil franchise, and she's riding her bike through mid or through the Midwest town. And we also see a young Yelena as they play outside like us 90s kids used to do. And also, this is around the time that Captain Marvel landed on Earth as well. So, yeah. Nice little parallels here. I was like, dang, everything just tied in at the same time. It's all connected. (laughs) (laughs) It's crazy, man. So we hear the whistle. Well, damn, you know how to do it? Hello. Damn, I can't do it. I it's forgot on. it. I have to hear it again. I will have to hear it so I can mimic it. But y'all know, y'all know the whistle. And then we see the two run around 
and young Yelena falls and bumps her knee and she screamed for her mommy. So cute. And a younger Melina Bostikoff, played by legendary Rachel Weiss, who played in The Mummy, does the typical mom, kisses the boo-boo to make it all better. Yeah. Line here where she says, your pain only makes you stronger. And then we get a beautiful look at the four stars. For me, bro. I feel like that scene, bro, just in the beginning so far, I was hella intrigued watching that movie. Just like by the beginning. Because it felt like something was going to happen. You just didn't know what it was going to be. So, because it was just way too peaceful. It yeah. was just like way too formal. Like it's, you know, regular family, family things, you know, you fall and hurt yourself, crying for your mama. Yada yada yada, but overall it was pretty good. That that scene was pretty good. I like the characters that they was building with in the beginning. So conversation goes on in the house as Alexi walks in, looking like someone just killed his dog, and Melina instantly knows something is off. She asks them, "How long do they have?" And Alexi says, "I don't know, like an hour maybe." Molina tells him, I don't want to go. He says, don't say that. I was like, damn. <laughs> Sitting at the table, Alexi asked the two children, you remember when I told you that one day we would have to go on that big adventure? Well, today's that day. Little Yelena says, yay. But little Natasha, she knows something is wrong. And even Molina apologizes to her. Because oh, Molina knew she knew. So frantically packing, little Yelena doesn't know where her shoes are and where she's going. She doesn't need them. And food either, of course. And why, Chris? Because they got fruit roll-ups in the car. It's the go-to, man. Oh, me. Fruit roll-ups is the shit. Bro, you can never... Hey, bro, somebody told... if, if uh, It was like, yo, I got these gushers, man. <laughs> Yeah, get me, fam. Like, <laughs> <laughs> bro, yeah, give me two. <laughs> yeah, give me two, bro. Give me a whole box of gushers. I'm yours bro. forever. No, me, it's a wrap. I might not be able to eat them, but hey, I'm gonna grab them bitches somehow. So I, I, I can definitely understand with the fruit, uh, fruit roll ups, but they do grab guns. They got time to grab them guns, oh, though. Oh, me. <laughs> so we know it's serious business going down in the car Yelena as uh, what the hell I hate when it's all fucked up in the car Yelena as where they going I'm supposed to say ask <laughs> ask where they going <laughs> I hate that shit in the car, Yelena asks where they're going, and Melina says home. Confused, Yelena says, Mommy, you're so silly. We just left home. And then we hear Cyrus wailing. Wee, 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 wee. Wee, wee, wee. Like a guy, guy. guy. <laughs> oh, that's funny as hell. Um, Yelena wants to hear her say, or... Bro, why is these all messed up? 
Bro, because it's hella notes. It's fucking your head up. Damn, then I'm about to uh, edit all this shit. Yelena wants to hear her song, An American Pie by Don McLean plays, and again, very impactful throughout this movie. If you listen to the lyrics singing, this would be the day. Well, how'd it go, bro? This would be the day that I die. That's too crazy. Yeah, this would be the day that I die. So these words are very impactful. And if you watch the movie with the subtitles on, it stops at this would be the day, the day that I die. And it, it doesn't say any more of the lyrics after that. So these are the only important lyrics of the song. You know, the song was just like that. No, the song was a bop, though. It was. The lyrics, like that. So pulling into a dirt road, it's an airplane hangar, and they hurry the kids up to get on the plane, and the kids want to know why dad's not on the plane. Well, it's so he can show the audience that he's a fucking super soldier. (laughs) As he lifts a heavy object like it's nothing, and now we see shield cars chasing them. And now time to have a shootout. Shootout. Let me get them. Shootout. Let me get them. Like, bro, they busting. I'm like, okay. And Melina is shot. And now Natasha has to fly them out of trouble. And now little Natasha, first time. Well, we don't know if this is her first time flying, but I'm just going to assume it's yeah. her first time flying. And it makes it a better story if it's her first time flying. So little Natasha is flying for the first time. And she gets them out of trouble. In 1985. Bro, tell me. So talk to me about this scene, bro. Like anything that you notice in this scene, like. I, You know, I felt like the dad was all like, I knew he was like something. Just the way he came in, like even at, at the house. He came in looking like he was stressed and all this other shit. I'm like, bro, he looked like he could be some type of super soldier or something. I was like, he got to have a power. Something. He thought he was a super soldier off the bat. Bro, he ha- I was like, he has to have a power. It got to be something with strength or something. I'm calling Cap. Bro, I swear to God, bro. I swear to God. First, first watch. Because he don't look... That. He don't look swole or anything. Okay. That's what really gives it away. Especially when they were saying they was about to leave, bro. And they got to leave and go away for a while. And, like, even them apologizing to Natasha, like, the mom, at least. I'm like, yeah, they, like, they got something behind them that we don't know. And the dad hey, showed his real strength. Hit us. Hit us up at the KC Network 702 if you call a cap on this nigga Chris, man. Oh my call God. Call a cap. Bro, I never cap on Sunday. I know the how I felt in that moment. Hey, you swear to God, so I ain't going to say you're lying. I'm just saying I call a cap. <laughs> yeah, but that, that scene overall, though, was pretty good. I like how they was, um, they had Natasha with flying the plane if it was the first time like you said it that that would be a crazy moment knowing that you saved your family you know from that situation but 
overall, I like the the whole outlet experience. The shield showing up, that shit was crazy. So yeah, I was, like that we see shield show up, and yeah. I really like. I really feel like it was a strong opening, like mm-hmm. a nice little opening scene. You see a little family dynamic. Yeah. And I was like, what's up with Natasha with the blue hair? I know. It was just I so random. I, I know, because I think because we've seen the the, uh, the red hair on the top. But then the blue just kind of like she, how it's showing like how much she loved dyeing her hair different styles and stuff. So that's probably what they were trying to do. But just it's just very it. random. It was weird too trying to figure out which one was which until I really noticed it. And I was like, yeah, that's Natasha. Let's talk about this Cuba scene. And they're playing it a real sad, bro. Looks like Melina would die. And even Yelena is like, get out, mommy. Pain only makes you stronger, remember? I'm like, oh my God. They trying to give you they trying to make you had a waterworks. I mean. And then we see Alexi. He look like he don't have a care in the world. <laughs> he did not give a fuck about them kids. Yeah, he walked up on happy and shit, smiling. Uh, I'm like, okay. Shout out to Alexi. That man was trying to get him a bag. And then Alexi pulls out the file that he said he burned every other copy of and hands it to uh, General Drakoff. And Yelena runs to Alexi screaming, Daddy! And the soldier grabs her and Natasha kicks the soldier arm, grabs his blakey and screams, Don't touch her! And you can see at this point, she already has like a special set of skills on some Liam Neeson shit. Oh, me. Like, you can already tell, bro. Like, Natasha cool. already with the business. Oh, me. She was witty. At a young age. Ali, that kick was way too smooth. And you got the gun clean. She said, yeah. I will shoot and kill you all. <laughs> and that little accent, though, when she said that. I was like, man, that shit hard. And then she cries and says, I don't want to go back there. I want to stay in Ohio. <laughs> She's only six. As Alexi says, you were even younger. I was like, damn. So, yeah, she was already getting her Black Widow training on. Confirmed. So then, I wonder, oh, go ahead. And then he tells them, you're going to be okay because my girls are the toughest girls in the world. And the soldiers sticks them with the knockout juice and carries them onto the plane. What are you saying, bro? I was saying, like, what other group was she being like with it? Was it like with the same people, Melina and them? What you mean? When he said you were even younger, like, did they do this to her before? Yeah, that's what he said. No, I'm saying, like, what other family would it be, or was it the same family? And they just added the sister. Oh, he, well, she probably was, they probably. Oh, no, this was, like, new. Okay. I'm thinking this is probably, like, their first time that they sent them outside to infiltrate in the U.S. Okay. Because there was Russian spies 
So yeah. I'm thinking now that Natasha was a little older, now stars, you know, sending her out there and then, mm-hmm. you know, raise up little Yelena. Yeah. That shit's tough, man. Mm-hmm. So on to the opening credits. We hear a cover of the legendary song, Smells Like Teen Spirit. And this is by Think Up Anger featuring Mal- uh, Malia J. And we get a montage of all these girls getting trafficked by Drakeoff and these Russian <laughs> soldiers. And we hear Drakeoff tell Natasha, the Red Room is your home now. And we see a bunch of little girls being turned into widows. Drakeoff over the years growing more and more powerful, being spotted with world leaders such as Bill Clinton, George Bush, like all kind of like just crazy, crazy. shit. That shit was crazy. So I, I've seen every podcast I listen to, a lot of people say that this reminded them of like human trafficking, like what's going on in the real world. I mean, I tend yeah. to agree. I feel yeah. like that was pretty much what they were going for. Yeah, because that's how it felt, most likely. Because even just seeing that scene, I was like, damn, that's kind of messed. Like, that's just fucked up. You're just taking all those kids, free will, trying to turn them all into soldiers. And they can't really control themselves to really be who they want to be. You know right. what I'm saying? You just got to work up and drink off. Like, that shit tough. Yeah, they even show that like you you like they they show you in these opening credits that they figured out something to get these women like to control these women's minds and shit. Yeah. Shit, like that, bro. And if you weak, you get terminated. That's tough. Terminate your bitch ass. <laughs> so 21 years later. We jump to the MCU timeline of yesteryear, right after Civil War. Natasha in the bathroom, watching everything outside the building, and Thunderbolt Ross is sending in the goon squad. Natasha Romanoff is in violation of the Sokovia Accords. She assaulted the king of Wakanda, making an example out of her. So she calls Ross, telling him, don't come after me. It looks desperate. But he says, from my vantage point, the one fugitive looks desperate. What she says from her POV looks like he needs some bed rest. What is this? Your second triple bypass? I was like, damn. <laughs> hey. You gonna, you gonna clown a man for his health, for his failing oh, health? Oh me. <laughs> hey, shout out King to Tyler Boy. RP. RP. But at this point, he ain't dead yet. So no RPs. We in the right. time machine. We we ain't right. in twenty twenty uh four yet. Oh me, you're right. We in twenty we in twenty sixteen. Yeah, we in twenty sixteen right now. That's crazy. Because if we if we if you don't think about it being twenty sixteen, then some shit later on in this movie won't make sense. And I'm gonna point that out. Mm-hmm. So cliffhanger, make sure you stick around to the end. Yes, sir. Cause I got a cliffhanger for you, motherfucks. <laughs> so she tells him that she's lived a lot of different lives. And oh wait, no, first. Oops, I skipped past. He 
He says, don't worry about me. We got Barton, Wilson, the incredible Shunkin convict, and Rogers is on the run. You got no friends. But she tells him she's lived a lot of different lives, and they walk in the bathroom, and she isn't there. They don't show us how she escapes. She's just on a boat in Norway. (laughs) (laughs) Got the ass. That was quick. I was like, okay, so well, clearly she wasn't there the whole time. No, clearly. And then yeah. on top of that, they just got their shit just. Well, it was a dumb idea. And then to go in that bathroom. No, you Obviously. can't say that though, because that's where the hell she was at. They they found her vest. That's one thing I don't understand though. It's like, okay, so I'm thinking. Maybe she just left her vest yeah, and then got out some way, but then they just try to show us like a parallel, try to act like she was on a boat at the same time, but maybe they just didn't want to show us how yeah. she dipped out. They just probably wanted to show how smooth she really was. Just give you like that little plot twist in the beginning, you know? Because that's like, I mean, the whole time you would think she in a like she in a bathroom, but she not in that bathroom. So it's kind of like a plot twist just to see her just come out on a boat. But then, but then she walked out. You feel me? So it's yeah. like it's like she walked out that bathroom. So that's why I was saying maybe she did escape, but they just didn't show us exactly at that time how she escaped. Yeah. That's crazy. That was smooth, though. I'll do something like that. <laughs> yeah, she got I, off on his ass. No, me. You trying to get away, bro? That's the way to do it. She's showing us. She's showing us uh, moves. So true so, crime. In Morocco, we see widows on rooftops with snipers looking in windows, but they were made, and a lady drops smoke bombs and goes on a run. We see a widow who later we go on to find out that Shalina, all grown up, catch up to this lady, whoops that ass, stabs her ass very violently. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is how you want to start a movie. Like stab, a, stab, stab an Asian lady right in the stomach, twist it. Get her down and be witty. Bro, they come in straight with the shits. Like, bro, was she Asian? She looked like she was Asian. Yeah. I think she was. Yeah, she was. The one she with him. Hey, but at least she, at least, at least she gave up a fight, though. Yeah, like she like was. She, she, she put up a fight, and yeah, then she, she and then she end up. Think about it. This lady is the hero of the movie. Low key. That's why. Yeah, hey, that's what I was saying, bro. She snapped that's Yelena it. right up out of it. Mm-hmm. And then Yelena, and then she was like. Save the others as she died because Jelena stabbed her in the chest or in the stomach violently. See, that's why I like it'd be the small things that change the whole course of the movie. And you would some people wouldn't even realize it. Yeah, like that that little part right there really changed the whole movie because if she if Yelena didn't get that shit sparked in her face, she wouldn't be able to give that 
to Natasha and be able to help all those other women and stuff. So that's pretty cool. Realizing what she's done, she drops the knife, calls the woman by name, which is Oksana, and Oksana puts the vial in her hand, says freeze the other. So assuming she was a widow as well. She was an OG <laughs> widow, maybe of the Molina regime. You feel yep. me? And Yelena cuts the uh, tracker out of her thigh and runs away. Instantly, someone tells Drake off they have a deserter. And should they release the Taskmaster protocol? We get our first look at Taskmaster as they upload a chip to his neck while it's breaking down film of the Avengers. That's five. Taskmaster. Okay, so my first look, my first thought of it, I was like, okay, she look hard. You know what I mean? She look hard. It was dope, too. I ain't gonna lie, though. I thought in that beginning part when we saw him, I thought we was gonna, he was going to speak at the time. I, I didn't think right there because, okay, you hold it for suspense. Okay. That's true. But I thought at the time when I was watching, I thought he was going to speak. So Black Widow driving in Norway, and we hear on the radio. After the Sokovia course, the hunt is on for the remaining Avengers. Steve Rogers and Natasha Romanoff are currently on the run. And then we see a trailer in the middle of nowhere. And in that trailer is Natasha's guy. And she asks if he's gotten everything she's asked for. He replies with passports, entry visas, and a couple of local driver's license and uh, licenses. And one of the names is Fanny Longbottom. <laughs> And he's got a generator outside. Oh, me. Bro, this is the guy you need if you're ever on the run from the law. Oh, me. He was really the plug. The plug for real, for real. (laughs) He was the plug you needed. But before he leaves, Natasha wants to know where all this junk came from. And he says, Mel from, you know, the Budapest. uh, Wait, what do you say? Oh, Mel from the Budapest safe house. And she corrects him by saying Budapest, because that's the correct way to say it. He said Budapest. Budapest. She said, no, Budapest. (laughs) But if you look it up, that's the correct way to say it is Budapest. But ain't that about a Budapest? Don't be a Budapest. (laughs) You're a Budapest in my ass. You're a Budapest in my ass. Uh, now that, that would have been a funny part in the damn movie. So, it's just crazy. So, let's talk this Taskmaster scene. As she's leaving, because her generator went out, so she's going into town. And, and, and he the plug, but come on, he can't come with a fire generator. No, no. Six hours while she was watching fucking Mission Impossible. Or what was she watching? I think, I think it was Mission Impossible. No, it was James Bond. Gotcha. Oh, got him, got him. Yeah, it was James Bond. But Taskmaster, when all Hawkeye blows up her car, and we get this awesome action scene. So pretty quick, how did they get her location? I know. She says, I'm pretty sure Ross has no jurisdiction here, and you should know I'm a better shot when I'm pissed off. 
And we see Taskmaster scan the scene. And what's there? She isn't there for the... They are... Or whatever the fuck. We know Taskmaster, a woman. She isn't there for Natasha. And Nat realizes this and grabs the red magic vials before getting knocked into the lake. So how you feel about this scene, bro? How you feel about this action scene between Natasha and Taskmaster? I actually liked it. It was actually a good scene. Like, with the fighting. Like, I like how they had Taskmaster really just studying uh, Natasha, like, moves. Like, what's her, like, probability, like, for one side? What's her weak points? And I like how they had her, like, basically studying the moves instead of just, like, she could just copy what she's doing. You know what I'm saying? That so that part was pretty cool, and that little Spider Man swing with the sword kind of gave me Spider Man vibes a little bit. Oh, you think it's Spider Man on that one? Yeah, it was a little, it was a little Spider Man vibe right there. Just the way she was swinging, it gave me that Spider Man vibe. And that boot off the damn bridge, I was like, damn. Yeah, knocked her ass right off the bridge. (laughs) Ella clean too. Kick the shit out of her. How you feel about that scene, bro? Between them two. Oh, I thought it was dope. I thought it was honestly, bro. It was. I was a nice little intro for. It was a nice little teaser. Nice little stick the tip in, if you will, for Taskmaster because they didn't give you too much. They gave mm-hmm. me just a little bit, you know what I'm saying? Just a little bit of yep. Taskmaster. And I thought it was pretty tight how he scanned the field or whatever. And I thought it was dope. Yeah. I like I like the, how they was building it. I like they build, how they build Taskmaster throughout this movie. So we do see her get knocked into this lake. And then she comes out with the vials. And so my thing was, how did she get the vials? I think when she turned her turned around, she opened that box and then grabbed it out. And then that's when she got up and got killed. No, I know how she got the vials, but how did they get in her car? I think she hmm, I think she went to go grab them. Throughout the time, didn't she? She didn't know anything about this shit. This is my thing. Okay, we it's 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 right here. It's in the next scene. But what I'm saying is, how did Elena give her those vials from where the hell she was at? Yeah, because these is the vials that Elena had. That's true. Unless she, unless the sister just really. Skill train to really find her. I don't. I don't know how she did that. Cause I mean, if he, cause I mean, she said you the only superhero. I that I actually know, so it's like she probably knew where she was or something. I don't know. That shit weird. We need explanation on that. I just don't understand because that's how the Taskmaster ended up finding her. And even Natasha was like, you could have got me killed. Mm-hmm. Like, she says, I'm on a run. You could have gotten me killed. And Yelena says, 
well, what was I supposed to do? You're the only super person or the superhero person I know as she sees all the bruises on Natasha's back. And I'm assuming this is from getting kicked in a fucking lake. Yeah. And then Yelena says she kept checking the news to see if Captain America brought down the Red Room, but nothing. Natasha is shocked by this, saying, what do you mean? Drakeoff's dead. I killed him. The snarkly Yelena replies, you don't actually believe that, do you? Also, I paused and counted. And it was at least like 10 firearms on the wall. I was like, this is a nice hideout. You know me. They, stay, they got scraps. And they're going to need it because when she seen that she brought the vials, Yelena knew that, you know, the it was going to be some widows coming. Uh, but Yelena says, you really believe that? If you're so sure, tell me what happened. And Natasha says, it was her last defection to get into S.H.I.E.L.D. And says, that's how she, uh, says how she and Clint got, this is how she, uh, her last defection to get into S.H.I.E.L.D. And says how she and Clint blew up a five-story building to get rid of him and had to fight it out with the Hungarian special forces to get away. Took 10 days in hiding before we can get out of Budapest. Yelena says, so you check the body and confirm the kill. <laughs> <laughs> Natasha nervously says, there was nobody to check and walks away. And then Yelena reminds her of Drakov's daughter. But we hear footsteps and the widows are coming for him. The spot is blowing up. Yo, me. The widows is pulling up, bro. They was trying to Everybody come take some people out. I'm like, give me the vials. <laughs> <laughs> I need that antidote. <laughs> I need that antidote. <laughs> Nigga, Travis Scott kick open the door. <laughs> oh, bitch, you open up that window. <laughs> Cause, Cause you, you know, know we need that antidote. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh my god. That would be so fucked up. So let's start this action sequence. I love it. But I hate how Natasha falls off a building and lands on her feet <laughs> while the widow just breaks her leg. Just ridiculous. Like, come on now. I'm like, bro, come on. I I know Black Widow. I know she got a special, and I don't even feel comfortable calling her Black Widow anymore. I feel like this I feel like this movie ruined it for me. Yeah. Right. Why though? Like just that, just the widow part? Because the black widows are Drakeoff's like people. Yeah, true. But see, she known as the black widow now. So it's like she can't really Damn, that's just kind of messed up though. But I don't even feel comfortable. I'm like, bro, I just gotta call her Natasha. <laughs> yeah. But I know she got a special set of skills, but come on, man. It looked like three times on that fall, she should have broke her leg. Mm-hmm. She shouldn't have landed so clean. So at least, like, fall and be hurting a little bit or something. Nah, she should have just, she should have fell in the window or she should have been able to fall in the window just like Yelena. Yeah. Because her just falling down like that was just, so corny, I ain't gonna lie. Hella cringe. <laughs> <laughs> so, and I love Taskmaster fucking shit up. 
and, and before this, we see the the widow. She said, "I don't want to do this," and she's like, "Bam!" <laughs> Off herself. Bro, that shit was crazy. Super crazy. But terminated. That's tough. Yeah, she terminated her own life. That was crazy. All because of Drake off. They didn't even control it, bro. And then the Taskmaster goes Hawkeye and shoots an arrow, blowing up a car with Natasha in it for the second time in 20 minutes. I was like, bro, Natasha is touched by an angel, bro, because I swear to God. (laughs) I was thinking that the whole movie, bro. I know it's an action movie, but God, holy moly. They had some scenes where it was like, it, it was very questionable as I heard like. Hella sketch. Good. I'm like, y'all know what y'all, y'all know what y'all doing, right? <laughs> she should have died. Bro, especially when a car flipped and like flipped all the way down the stairs. Yeah. And they just got right out of it. Like it was nothing. She wasn't bleeding, but Yelena was. She's like, I'm built different. So now escaped. Natasha asked Yelena if she's okay. And she said, yeah, great plan. I love the part where I almost bled to death. Boy, I started dying <laughs> laughing. But Yelena had be tracking up this whole movie, bro. Her energy fire. This is so cozy. And Natasha explains it's a place where her and Clint hid for days. And you see they played tic-tac-toe and hangman. But Natasha asks about the Taskmaster. And Yelena explains he's like fighting a mirror. He's only deployed for top priority missions. Natasha doesn't understand. And Yelena says, you wouldn't, especially when you omit key details from the story. Natasha asks, what is that supposed to mean? Yelena uh, Yelena says, you didn't say one word about Dracov's daughter. You killed her. Sternly, Natasha replies with, she had to because she needed her to lead them to Dracov. Pretty much casualty of war. Collateral damage. I was like, yo, yeah. fuck your talk, queen. I mean, that scene was pretty, that, that dialogue right there was pretty good. I can't I feel like, at you. Nah, because I feel like Yelena, yeah, every right. To try to find out why you did what you like, why you kill our big old daughter, and you know, for her to tell her, like, you know, it's collateral damage, I need to get the trick off. That's like, damn, it's fucked up, but that's what you gotta do. Hey, man, you gotta do what you, you gotta do what you gotta do, man. But to find out that he's still alive, like. That kind of fuck everything up. Like you be like, damn, I just killed his daughter and he's still alive. Yeah, right. And it ain't nothing wrong with his ass. Nah, he's just cooling. Walking to a gas station, Natasha asked, Where is the red room? And Yolana or Yelena, I say Yolana. Yelena <laughs> explains the location is constantly moving and each widow was sedated upon entry and exit. Natasha says, surprise that he hasn't came on our radar. And Yelena says he wouldn't kill you because then a big Avengers will find you because it's in the name. And Natasha is offended by the term the big Avengers. But Yelena, I keep getting her name wrong. But Yelena quickly humbles her. Natasha 
saying, I doubt the guy from space has to take an ibuprofen after a fight. Mm-hmm. Then sit down, be humble. No <laughs> <laughs> mean. She buys her on that one. And then ask her, where did you think I was all this time? And Natasha looks down and tells a lie. And you know when people look down, they tell lies. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. She said, I thought that you got out and were living a normal life. And honestly, bro, I was like, so why didn't she go back and help people? I don't know. Well, I guess she thought he was dead. I, I shoot her some bail. Yeah. I shoot yeah, her some bail. But yeah, still, why wouldn't you? Well, I guess she was like, eh. I was yeah, like chilling with you for three years, away. nigga. Yeah, she probably thought they got away by all those girls. But I mean, like, like I was only chilling with you for three years. I ain't, I ain't fucking with you. I mean, she should still check though, at least. But see, the difference is Natasha already knew what was up. Yeah. So it's a difference. Like she was like, "Nigga, you ain't my real sister." I ain't got a real mama, real dad. So, of course, Yelena calls bullshit and says, you just didn't want your baby sister tagging along while you saved the world with the cool kids. And Natasha replies with, really, you weren't really my sister. And I was like, damn. Hey, that shit was. I was a snack. Yeah, it was very rude. Then Yelena, hurt by this, says, and the Avengers aren't your real family. Then mm. rips her, asking why she always does that thing when she's fighting, whipping her <laughs> hair back, doing a fighting pose. It calls her a total poser. And Natasha says, all that time I spent posing, I was actually trying to do something good and make up all the pain and suffering that we caused. Trying to be more than just a trained killer. And I'm like, damn. That shit was tough, bro. She was going... Neck deep, bro. I'm like, are you gonna cut me in the damn throat right there? I'm like, that ain't her fault. So Yelena says, Well, then you were just fooling yourself because pain and suffering is every day. And we are both still a trained killer, except I'm not the one on the cover of a magazine. I'm not the killer that little girls called a hero. Mm. Talk about shade. Oh me. They were throwing some bars at each other. Jeez. Because then it's just like fucked up. Because then it's like, you didn't come back, save everybody. But then on her, her side, it's like, I, I didn't really know. But then you talking about, at least I got to do something like, yeah, yeah, yeah. At least I had a train killer. Like, bro, dang, your sister thought she got to be a train killer. Nice. She was... She was stuck. She was mind controlled until that ended up wearing off. And it's not like it ended up wearing off. And then she like, oh, I'm going to still be like a trained killer and going killing all these damn girls and shit. Or kidnapping all these people. Like, she ain't doing all that. So I don't know why she said all that. But I got mind control over Debo. <laughs> when he leave, I'll be talking Aren't again. So now chilling outside, Yelena explains that she was on a mission to retrieve the anecdote that was 
uh, that an older widow from Alina's generation <laughs> created, and she killed the person that set her free, she explains to Natasha. Natasha asks if she had a choice, and she tells her that hers was psychological conditioning as opposed to the rest of the widows, where it's a chemical conditioning. You're fully conscious, but you don't know which part is you. I'm still not sure. Yelena goes on to say Drakeoff takes more and more every day. Maybe one out of 20 can become widows, and he kills the rest. No one is even looking for him, thanks to you and Alexi. Then she asks if she's ever looked for her real parents, and Natasha says, well, my mom abandoned me in the street like garbage. What about you? Yelena says that she destroyed my birth certificate, or they destroyed my birth certificate, so I reinvented it. My parents still live in Ohio. My sister moved out west. Then she asks if she ever wanted kids and says she wants a dog. So Natasha extends the invitation to kill Drake off, and they both are down to steal this family man's car, even though Natasha was just opposed to it as they were running for their lives. Just take the man family van. <laughs> if you play the family man, spray at the family van. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Hold on, what was that one part? He said, he said, some were Rambo. Oh, uh, book part, wet paint. Or he said, book bag, wall paint. This is an ammo. <laughs> K over the shoulder, two berettas of Rambo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you know, you know. If you know, you know. That's the that's the <laughs> hardest thing Pusha T ever said. No me. But not to get too bad. Sorry, uh, sorry, So, uh, I just I didn't understand why they was just like, oh, we about to steal this person's car. Like, they just didn't give a shit about that. Why he was like having a whole family, kids. Yeah, they just took the homie car. Yeah, man. Like, imagine you had to call, you got to call someone, you're like, yo, babe, I think Black Widow just took my car. <laughs> was she like, was what? right there, though. They all went up in the crib. I'd have been, bro. I'd have been mad. I'd be like, bro, they just take the car, man. So in the car, Yelena says about her or talks about her vest and says this is the first thing she ever bought for herself and is amazed by how many pockets her vest has. And Natasha teases her for it. But the point Yelena is making, she's never had control of her life before. She doesn't know where the red room is, though. Sorry. But Natasha says, I know who does and they need a jet. So bring on Rick Mason with a helicopter. And Natasha says, I said a jet. As he replies with, you know what you didn't give me? Time or money. I'm not made of jets. That boy have you dead. Time and money. Money and time. And the two ladies tease him about being sensitive. Then he tells Natasha, you know, you're dangerously running low on your tab. Supplies I can handle. But when you get the feds snooping around, my prices go up. Secretary Rice has been sniffing around to the point I have people declining my calls. I'm a private investigator. Or what do you say? I'm a private son. I forgot. But he said the main thing he said was private. Yeah. 
I think it's private investigation. I think you're right. So in the big house, we see Alexi getting tatted up, telling the same Captain America story as he's been telling clearly all these years. And he's arm wrestling inmates, saying how he had a nuclear code and grabbed his shield and used it to his advantage, pushing Cap out the window. Another inmate asked, what year was this? And Alexi says, ah, 83, 84. And MA says, Captain America was still frozen and ice then. Appalled at the man calling him a liar, Alexi breaks his wrist <laughs> right as he's being called for mail. Bro, that shit was crazy. Just, mm. ah. Smash this shit. I was like, wow. <laughs> I was like, damn. If I ever seen that, I would be like, yeah, bro, I'm going back to myself. Well, I'm cool with this. So, Guards in Russian says, Red Guardian, make sure your fans use better, uh, use butter next time. And we see he, he has a Red Guardian action figure. And I'm like, no way that would be allowed in prison. No. Clearly, that's a setup. I mean, especially if he's a red guardian. Like, Come you know, on, just gave him his action figure. But we see his head pop off, and it's a uh, an earpiece, and we have a prison break scene. Prison break scene! Again! Uh, yay! For the unteeth time, we love prison break scenes. Yay! Where do you rank this prison break scene in the MCU? We got... Prison Break from Falcon and Winter Soldier. We got yeah. Prison Break from Guardians of the Galaxy. We got this one. I think those are three. I think. Oh, and we got the Prison Break scene from the first Avenger, Captain yeah. America. Yeah, I was thinking that one too. I think the best one, it got to be probably Guardians of the Galaxy so far. Nah, maybe maybe Falcon. They no, they 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 is good. Nah, probably Guardians. I'm about to say Falcons was not good at all. It was, and it was a montage. Yeah, that's why I was like, nah. Yeah, they had to be Guardians. I like they scene, bro. Especially with Rocket. <laughs> that shit had me dead. Yeah, he said. He said, why'd you make me get his foot? That shit was funny. Yeah. <laughs> he said, I have to transfer him 50,000 units. <laughs> Yo, that boy Rocket was trying to get all his units. That man was about to sell anything. Oh, my God. So after he puts the earpiece in, Natasha tells him, don't make a scene. But, of course, he makes a scene. Seeing he won't make it. To the upper level, Natasha jumps out of the helicopter and does the cool flip we've seen in the trailer and does her signature land and pose. And, of course, Yelena calls her out. Poser. And also, <laughs> love that Yelena shoots the rocket and it causes an avalanche. And, you know, I'm just saying it's a cool way to die. And, of course, here we go. Brings that song back again. What do I mean? That song is a big part of her life because she was like, hey, this would be a cool way to die. Oh, me. That shit was crazy. This would be the day that I die. 
This will be the day that I die. So, of course, once Alexi makes it in the helicopter, he yells in Russian, farewell, douchebags. <laughs> Realizing the ladies can't hear him without a headset on, he puts it on and tries to greet them. Instantly punched in the nose by Yelena. Ah, why the aggression? Is it your time of the month? Yelena says, <laughs> I don't get my period, dipshit. I don't have a uterus. Natasha Whoa. chimes in, or ovaries. And then Yelena explains that, oh, this is what happened when a red room gives you an involuntary hysterectomy. They kind of just go <laughs> in and rip it out, all your uh, reproductive organs, just get right in there and they chop them all away. Everything so you can't have babies. He's like, okay, okay, okay. 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 <laughs> he like, okay. Like, damn. He said, you don't have to get so clinical and nasty. <laughs> I did Red Guardian funny as hell. Elena says, oh, well, I was about to talk about fallopian tubes, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> Alexi oh, says, it means so much to you girls came back for me. And Natasha's like, look, fuck all that. You want to tell us how to get to the red room? He says, look at you, all business, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and she said, trust me, this isn't pleasure. You and Drakeoff were like friends. He said, friends, huh? He gives me glory. Makes me the first and only super soldier of the Soviet Union. I could have been more famous than Captain America. And he buries me on that stupid mission for three years. No offense, as you can see, Yelena, visibly upset by this. Then he puts me in prison for the rest of my life. Why? Because maybe I want to talk about withering of the state. Or maybe I don't like his hair or something. Or maybe I want a party to feel like a party and not a sourpuss organization. But instead, no, he runs and hides. I'm not the one who, you know, you know, killed his daughter. <laughs> As he points to Natasha, says, I think we should wait until we get to our, uh, oh, Yelena says, can we throw him out the window? And Natasha says, I think we should wait until we get to a higher altitude. <laughs> And he was like, I'm a jazz, Malina. <laughs> <laughs> Alexi asks, I'm Russian. Wait, what the hell? Oh, Yelena asks, look, why does it say I'm? I hate my fucking notes right now. <laughs> Alexi asks in Russian, why not ask Melina? And they're surprised because they thought she died. Alexi scoffs. It says you can't kill a fox that swift. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> and it says she's working remotely outside of St. Petersburg. Yelena says they don't have enough fuel, but sure, surely Alexis thinks they'll make it. And then blah. That shit was funny. The helicopter right. crashes pleasantly to the floor, to the ground. And then they get out of there all good. Yeah, what you think of all that scene, man? I, I thought it was a great introduction for, yeah. you know, David Harbour. Yeah, I like how they burned him in. Because I was like, you know, because I ain't know too much about Red Guardian. But that shit was funny, bro. She was like, move your like ass, the- super soldier. <laughs> I, love, I love that whole scene. Like, the action was pretty cool. It had a lot of good moments. 
And then that plane scene, oh my God. And it made me forget about the whole uterus thing. Because I was like, I forgot she told that to Bruce Banner. Yeah, she told Bruce Banner that back in Age of Ultron. About yeah. how she going, she, she's not able to have kids either. Because yeah. you know, the Red Room wouldn't allow it. Nah. Which is crazy. That shit wild, bro. But overall, that scene was good, though. I like Davis part, bro. He, I feel like he had brought a lot of comedic value into this. Yeah, movie. he definitely brought the comedic relief because other than that, this movie would be dry as sandpaper. Yeah. Because Yelena had good moments, too. But I feel like he had a lot of, lot of funny moments. That shit was just funny. So after the helicopter crashes so pleasantly to the ground, Alexi says, you should have borrowed the Avengers super jet. And I'm like, bro, this dude is so annoying. And that's this is what we needed in this movie, right? Mm-hmm. And then he even asked Natasha if Captain America traded war stories with her. And she's like, bro, you haven't seen either of us in 20 years. And you're going to ask about you? And he's like, why all the tension? It all worked out. <laughs> He tells Yelena, you became the greatest child assassin the world has ever known. No one can match your efficiency, your ruthlessness. And Natasha, not just a spy, destroying empires within, but an Avenger. And he grabs her wrist saying, you both have killed so many people. Your lips <laughs> will be dripping, gushing red. Uh David, bro, was killing me. Yeah, bro. Alexi is funny as hell. Like, I like his character so far. Yeah. Even with the hood part. Shout out to Alexi, man. He's funny as shit. Oh, God. Even the hug scene. The hug part. He said, you smell nasty. You gross. Some shit. Yeah, when he hugged him. Yeah. Natasha was like, get your ass up off me. me. (laughs) But Yelena's trying to sit there for a minute. No, me. And then she was like, okay, that's enough. Yeah, she was like, you smell really bad. (laughs) We see Melina controlling pigs in a maze, and she gets an alert. Grabs the super blicky. I was like, ooh, damn, she got a fat ass for the But she seizes her family. She welcomes them to her humble abode, make yourselves at home, and puts away her weapon. Natasha asks, any booby traps? And Melina says, I didn't raise my girls to fall in any traps. Natasha says, you didn't raise us at all. Melina says, maybe so, but if you got soft, it wasn't on my watch. Damn. On the ass. She's like, it wasn't on my time. Not to carry you. So in the bathroom, Alexi is putting on his red guardian outfit, looking like me getting ready for a wedding. <laughs> he tucks it in. That was he was putting on the old fame suit, man. He was trying. He came out. It still fits. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, and they were sitting at the table in the same positions that they were in the beginning of the movie. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you noticed that. Yeah. They, Confirmed yeah, they, by Kevin Feige. Damn. 
that's crazy. They really were sitting in the same positions too. Part two of my notes. I was like, oh, when you do the movies, you got to have part two to your notes. I was so surprised it said you have ran out of characters to type. I was like, wow. Dang. I mean, y'all have this. Typing, typing. Bro, this shit go hard. So after, you know, you've seen that, it still fits. Melina says, I don't think we could use this term anymore. As you know, Red Guardian says, family all back together once again. And Natasha is like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck all that. You're going to help us find the Red Room. Melina likens that to finding Santa Claus on Christmas Day. And then she calls the pig in the room and everyone is amazed because the pig just opened the door. And she calls him Alexi, which Alexi takes offense and says, what, you don't see the resemblance? Bro, that he really that pig really did too. And that shit was crazy that the pig really opened the door. I was sitting there like, did this pig just open the door? Before I even knew she was doing anything to it. I'm like, bro, that shit crazy. Imagine you just see your see your pig just open the door. Yeah, I would be like, what in the world is going on? <laughs> like, are is this pig gonna fly next? I mean, he got powers. Yeah, she didn't have to cook him like that, though. I was like, damn. I'm trying to say my guy look like a pig. So she yeah. says, see how he sits like a dog? And then makes him stop breathing from her tablet. Goes on to tell them about infiltrating an institute in Ohio that was a front for shield scientists, but really Hydra scientists, in conjunction with the Winter Soldier Project that they had dissected and deconstructed the human brain. They didn't uh, have weaponry or knowledge. They stole the weapon of unlocking free will. Mm. Unlocking free will? Bro, that's a, like a big-ass power. How many people want their free will? So my question is, what the hell was S.H.I.E.L.D. doing? Oh, they was... Oh, okay. Yeah, because it was um, but everyone in shield was everyone in shield Hydra. Not everyone. No, nah, not everybody. But I know it was like a lot of Hydra in there. Because I'm just but saying, I'm like the shield shield agents was coming after them, but then, but didn't they use it as a cover up? Because I'm like, why couldn't they find fucking General Drake off? I know. Damn, was he like really off the radar like that? Jeez. Yeah, because they planted a fake murder. Mm. Never know Hawkeye might have been on that shit. Facts. You would never know. They planned a fake murder to get him off the radar. And remember, S.H.I.E.L.D. was like pretty, at that time, they was all Hydra at that point, pretty much. Mm-hmm. So we never know. Yeah. We're gonna be we gonna have a little something to say about Hawkeye. Well, me, he's gonna have some explainer to do. So Natasha calls Alexi an idiot and Melina a coward, says none of it was real. 
it was all fake, and Yelena had to give them some straightening. Said, the best part of my life was fake. Even calling Natasha out saying, how come you never came? Like, how come you never said anything? You never tried to come and save us. And she storms off, but apparently Melina didn't know that she was under control. Yeah. I was like, how Melina didn't know? You knew everything. You knew. She had to know. There's no way she didn't know. I told you, bro, I'm telling you, it's something about Melina, bro. She be capping. It, it's something about her just kind of a weird vibe. She just got something to her. Like, we just need to figure her out. It's probably going to be something in the, in the future. So we also find out right here that Natasha's mom didn't throw her in the street like garbage. She was taken from her. As, uh, you know, Melina says that they paid her family off, but, you know, the mom never stopped looking for her. And eventually she was killed by Drakeoff. Nice to see that Melina kept that, you know, scrapbook that she told Natasha to, you know, leave. Melina even tells Natasha that she was cycled through the red room four times before she was even born. Those walls are all she knows. She wants to know how Natasha has kept her heart and says... Pain only makes us stronger. Didn't you tell us that? What you taught me kept me alive. Crying Molina says, sorry, I've already alerted the red room. They'll be here any minute now. I was like, damn. Melina trash, bro. Damn. That's why I don't like her ass, low key. Like, she kind of made up for it at the end a little bit, but I'm like, bro, you over here taking L's. Nah, she, more than, she made up for it at the end. No, no, that's what I said. She ran for it at the end, but it's just like I feel like in the beginning, bro, she was taking L's, alerting the red room and shit like that. I'm like, damn. But think what? about it, she had to though for they plan to work. That's facts. That she is had, true. She had to for their plan to work. So back to Alexi and Yelena. And he's telling the story about ice fishing, how it was so cold, his father pissed on his hand. I'm like, really? Yeah. So random. And she tells him, you don't get it. To me, you were everything. And all you could do is tell me how bored you were. All you want to talk about your days is this crimson dynamo, and no one wants to hear about it. (laughs) And that was a nice little Easter egg, because the crimson dynamo is actually a character in the comic books. Yeah. And he says, the Red Guardian. (laughs) He said, get out! (laughs) That shit was so funny. And then he sings Miss American Pie, and they connect, but the Red Room pulls up and blasts his ass with darts. Funny as hell. Funny scene. Yeah. That scene was comedy, bro. I liked it. But that beginning was kind of weird. It was just so out of nowhere. Fucking hands and toilets or some shit. I'm like, God damn. I'm like, bro, she need like a motivational speech or something. He was like, shit, I don't know what to do. I'm just singing the song that you like. You say you get it? Fathers. <laughs> I'm like, bro, this dude is just stupid. Oh, me. <laughs> Like, nigga, no, dad's like that. That nigga funny. 
Shout out to Alexi, man. I fuck with Alexi. He was good in this movie. I mean. So, of course, we see. Oh, no, no, no. Okay. So, we see Melina dressed up as a widow, giving up everyone as we see the red room floating in the sky. Very dangerous. Looking very ominous. Drakeoff asked Melina, how was the family reunion? And she says, too emotional and needy as she laughs. And he says, just like old times, huh? And he asks, what's the deal with Yelena? She was the only one affected, right? Melina says, yes. And he says, the antidotes are a pain in my ass. You need to sort it. But she replies with, I have nine pigs that need tending to. And Draco says, I don't give a damn about your pigs. <laughs> Cut her brain out and identify the weaknesses. I was like, damn. I was like, hey, you probably knew with something up right there. Already. Yeah, I'm sure he knew right. Well, I'm sure he knew right there because she would just comply if, if it was, you know, really her. Mm-hmm. But at this point, we don't know that. So, but what about Romanoff? Melina asks, and Drakeoff calls her a traitor and says she's turned her back on her blood, but then tells Melina, no mask can hide me from a child I raised as long as I can't see their eyes and touches Melina temple and take off the mask. And it's really Natasha. They pulled a switcheroo. Oh, me. They got me. It, oh, me. It got me, bro. Because the whole time, I was like, damn. The, I said, the mama scheme me. Like, she really working for this damn Drake off. So they had me, like, feeling weird about her. And then it was Natasha the whole time. I said, oh, okay. I said, I see y'all with the switcheroos. Can you name the three times that this has happened? This is, or this is the third time. So can you name the other two? I think the other one, I know she did it. And uh, not Avengers. I know it's like the second cat, Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. And then, damn, the first one was uh. Dang. No, that was the first one. No, no, I mean, like, just the other one. Fine. I forgot. The second one, the second time this happened was, um, what's that lady name? The one that everybody hated that became the, uh, damn. Oh, oh, it was the. From Falcon and Winter Soldier. Uh, yeah, Sharon. That's yeah, Sharon. Sharon was the second time. Yeah. Miss Sharon Carter, and then this is the third time. Damn, just dropped my phone and shit. This is the <laughs> third time. Yeah. Yeah, hey, I think that thing is fire. Hell yeah. That shit hella clutch. I mean, just change the whole identity in a second. Why well, be a pill and shit? Oh me. <laughs> you well, I'll be pillin' shit. <laughs> You dressing up with all kind of bank tellers. No, me. I come in pulling up, getting all the goop. Put that shit away and just go like, take off my mask. <laughs> yeah, really got a face mask. That shit crazy. 
So Taskmaster ready to bust, but Drake off like, now, nah, now, nah, like fucking dog. And don't go breaking my new toy because he wants an Avenger under his control. Now Alexi is pouring his heart out to Natasha, but it's Melina, as we've seen. But she's on comms with Yelena and tells her that she has a two-inch blade in her belt line. So she yeah. escapes from getting her brain cut out. Pretty dope. And Alexi is still trying to bear his soul, but he still doesn't have an earpiece because that wasn't part of the plan. Then we get a flashback of the plan, which we see unfolding, uh, which we see unfolding now, and how they had one earpiece, and Natasha decided to give it to Yelena. Now it's up to Yelena to expose the rest of the widows in the red room to the anecdote. So Drakeoff wants to know if this is her plan, but Natasha wants to know her mother's name. And he rudely tells her, yeah, she was buried and her tombstone read unknown. Unknown. <laughs> Natasha so says, funny. you don't feel anything. Did you feel anything when I killed your daughter? I was like, damn, she tried to go low blow. Well, me. Then the shit fired back on her ass. <laughs> he was like, oh. <laughs> Thank you, Natasha. You gave me my greatest weapon. And then we get to the reveal that Taskmaster is his daughter and she's covered up like that because she's fucking hideous. Yeah. Because sure. Natasha blew up, blew her up, but apparently only half of her face blew up and now she's just ugly. Yeah. And, you know, Drakeoff was like, I don't want to look at that. Uh, so he put a down a helmet over her face. I was like, damn, that's all I and I've been seeing a lot of people, at least in like just with Taskmaster, a lot of people didn't really like it because they said Taskmaster in the comments was just really like he had a whole bunch of different moments in different comments where he basically was like that guy. And oh yeah. Task a lot of people didn't like Taskmaster because they didn't like didn't say anything this whole movie and uh, then you know, we'll get to it at the end, but when you set it up like they set it up, it's just weird. So Yeah. It's weird, bro. It's crazy how they did it, but who cares? Hey man, who cares? It is what it is. Um clearly a lot of people care because I see it trending. They'd be like, yo, the MCU really just uh, decided to uh, roll out the worst villain in, in history. I was like, damn. I was like, man, it's only because she a girl. I don't even think it's because she a girl. I just think it's because she didn't say anything. Yeah, that's true, too. But, I mean, if you... I mean, because it was a lot of comments just with, on that situation. Because I've seen a few of those, and I'm like, well, it's not because only they changed it because it's not a guy. And it's a girl now. I'm like, it's the same thing, bro. They could really just go with it if she if she just got the bars like how he did, you know. Then it'll work out. But who knows? Future to tell itself. So Natasha pulls the blicky on him, but doesn't work because smelling his pheromones prevents you from committing violence against me. I'm like, bro, you just gave away the sauce. What the fuck? I know. Dumbass. She's like, how are you controlling me? Oh, let me tell you how. 
You know what I mean? And, and you know it's crazy. Even when the mama, when it was all, when they showed a little scene and said no, she even brought it up. Just a yeah. little bit. She brought it up that he was going to do that. She's like, you won't be able to do anything. Yeah, we do get a later scene. And, you know, I'm just like, what is he doing? And he goes for the backhand, trying nope. to backhand her ass. She was flinching and shit. It was pretty funny. So we we think we're about to see the Red Guardian whoop some ass. But before that, we have to get one more joke in on the superhero landing. And I'm sorry. Cringe as fuck. I don't care. I know you was like, oh, you didn't see it. I'm like, bro, every time I see it, just cringe. You got to catch it. It was, it was good for what it meant. I only want to see Black Widow doing that landing. Seeing Yelena do the Black Widow landing, it just looked hella corny, and she didn't need to do that. It's not like she fell hella far. That's true. But I feel like... So they hella forced break, Yeah, I feel like with the poser, they was just really just saying it throughout the movie, and then they used that scene just like, let's, let's do that part, and then you just feel cringed out about doing it. Cringe. So, I mean, it was pretty. It was pretty good though for first watch. I liked it. I didn't really think it was too much. Every time I seen it, I thought it was cringe. <laughs> I mean, she thought it was cringe. She was like, "Ooh, that's disgusting." Uh huh. So um, it was. I mean, it was meant to be cringe, but it's still cringy. That's shit funny. So I love the part where Drake off is whooping the shit out of Natasha and she's just <laughs> taking it because she's so strong. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, I was not prepared for that part. <laughs> Oh my god, that was so funny. Oh man, that shit was funny. Oh man. I like the part with Drake. <laughs> <laughs> he was whooping the shit out of Natasha. Oh god, he was beating the shit out of her. She was eating the most. I'm sorry, I'm not I'm not editing they I'm y'all getting that whole laugh. Oh me. <laughs> y'all getting oh, that, that whole laugh. That shit was funny. That nigga Drake off, man. Yo, Drake off was getting his Drake on. Oh, me. <laughs> Whooping the shit out of her ass. Back to back, nigga. Oh, me. Nigga, hang around Chris Breezy. <laughs> Yo, don't be doing my boy Chris Brown. I woke up, Chris Breezy. <laughs> oh, my God, bro. I'm about to go on a quick tangent. I just saw a movie called Freaky. Bro, and it was Vince Vaughn doing the Freaky Friday thing with some white girl. Oh, my God. It was cringe. It was cringe. Vince Vaughn even kissed a guy in it. I was like, oh, my God. No, that's not cool. I was like, bro, Vince. And not because he kissed a guy, but it was just like the way he did it, it was just so cringe. Because it's not that he kissed a guy, but it looked like he a grown-ass man. 
kissing a teenage boy. So it looked hella cringe. I was like, like, it's not because he kissed a guy, but it's because he kissed nah, like he kissed a like he kissed a teenage boy. It just looks so weird. I was like, bro, let that be the last Freaky Friday type of movie. But anyway, yeah, I just had to get that off my chest. Yeah, that's cringy. Ugh. Yeah, it was very cringe. So, of course, Drakeoff has to do the whole villain thing. Twirling the mustache, yeah. telling his whole plan, explaining <laughs> how he got a network of widows, and they can start and end wars, and he's just laying it all out on the line. So finally, now that he told Natasha his every move, where to control it, she says, thanks for your cooperation, just like she did Loki. And then she, boom, boom. <laughs> Cracks her damn skull, breaks the nerve so she can't smell anymore, and then gets the whooping Drake off ass. Whoop his ass. Whooping his ass. But be- before she before she could really get to him, he called them widows. Oh, me. He did that shit quick, too. Quick. They can't pour it up. Save his ass. Right that boy Drake, oh, he'll do anything for any situation to get out. <laughs> they do anything for clout. <laughs> so now back to Red Guardian, and he's getting his ass kicked. Very unimpressive. And I'm like, bro, for you to be a super soldier, you can't fight. No me. I, I get it. Taskmaster is a great fighter, but at the same time, you're you a super soldier. Too. And I only say that because Captain America, it didn't look like he had to take fighting classes. He just got the serum and just knew how to throw down. I mean. Which is some bullshit, but. <laughs> oh, God. Don't, don't tell Peggy. Don't tell Harry. <laughs> don't right. tell Harry. Right. Don't tell Harry. <laughs> Bro, that's Spider-Man, bro. That's the most classic shit ever, bro. It's so cringe how the third movie, Mary Jane, was just hating on Spider-Man for being great. <laughs> no me. She was hating on him the whole movie, man. It was like the second movie. She was like, I want to be with you. I don't yeah. care that you're Spider-Man in the third movie. She's like, all right, I'm over this shit. This is like all the time. She's like, you're just changing. But, of course, Melina saves the day, knocking Taskmaster into a cell. And back to Natasha, right before she can kill Drake off, the widow saved him. And Natasha takes on all of them. Held her on for a while, but you know, so much you can do when it's one against 20. I mean. But Yelena saves the day with the antidote bomb. And now in the right state of mind, one of the widows asks, what do we do now? And Natasha says, you get to make your own choices. And I'm like, ah, ah, ah. He who remains makes all your choices. Makes all your choices. Yes, sir. Now that we know that bitch got fired. Now, we don't know this in 2016, but no, no free will. I said not that we know. I know. That's all I said. But no free will. We know. that We don't know this in 2016, but now that we know. 
Kane probably up there. If you know, you know. So Drake Goff realizes his ring is gone and tries to go back, but it's too late. Natasha's transferring all the data to the widows uh, and gets out in the nick of time because the red room is going up in flames. So let's talk about this final action scene, bro. Conveniently, it. it is just so great. Yeah. Conveniently, it's one of the best action scenes. Yeah. I say conveniently because, bro, it was so amazing. It's it's hard to just, like, even fathom. Like, so you got all these explosions, and it's such a great action scene because it's uh, the Red Room is blowing up and everything is falling. So yeah. it just makes for better theatrics. And, you know, Kevin Feige said that they have to shoot this multiple times with professional, you know, stuntmen and shit, professional jumpers. Damn. I bet it took time because that, that whole final scene was pretty good. Like, not even pretty good. That shit was awesome, bro. Phenomenal. Because I was like, dang. Like, I don't think I got my eyes off the screen that whole scene. Oh, no. That shit, I was definitely engaged. Because that shit was good, man. Just seeing all the destruction, the explosions, the combat just a little bit, bro, trying to get the hell up out of there. That's like you playing the shit or something, and you just kind of in it. Yeah, I really feel like the CGI was great on this shit, like... Yeah. I feel like the CGI was real good. I feel like everything about it went really smooth. Now, for some reason, I could believe that more than fucking just Black Widow just fall into the damn ground like she didn't, you know, that yeah. looked way more believable. Yeah. So, conveniently, Natasha runs right into the Taskmaster and lets her go, even though she knows she's going to come after her. And I just want to know, bro, how do you feel about Yelena killing Drake off as opposed to Black or Natasha? I thought it was. Do you think it mattered? Like, big deal or not big deal? I mean, it's not really that big of a deal, to be honest, because I, I mean, she did try it before. She killed all the daughter and shit. But I feel like and her only mistake was really just getting involved with the Taskmaster and really just feeling bad for the daughter at the time. And you got the sister who really like, I need to kill this motherfucker because he got all these widows just locked up, mind control. So I feel like she had to go through more because she was stuck in that program for so long than what Black Widow could, but I mean, shit, who knows? I mean, I don't feel like she made a mistake because, you know, Taskmaster, she needed to be free, too, from the spells of uh, Dracoff. But what I was, I was just saying, like, do you think it was messed up that Black or Natasha was unable to kill the main villain in her her own movie? Mm. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Cause that is kind of weird that you the main at main person of this movie. And you don't really kill off the main villain. That is kind of a blow. 
But shoot, it's probably more. They was probably just looking for more, just with the Taskmaster and her, and just put them in that same situation that to set like probably like set them up as she kind of saving her in a way. And they just got Drake off getting killed by the sister. But I feel like Natasha should have did that at least and got that moment. Because it would have been cool if it would have been cool if Natasha was able to get the moment. But I'm not mad at it. You know, I still feel like Natasha is still end up having the bigger and better moment by fighting Taskmaster. And this fight was actually pretty dope with them falling down and Taskmaster deploying the parachute just in the nick of time. And I like how she was able to smash that damn vial and get Taskmaster out of her funk and mm-hmm. save the day. So I, I'm not mad at it. I've seen a lot of people had feelings about it. I'm not one. I actually like how it went down. So. Yeah, because I mean, it, it would be a cool moment for her to kill Audrey Carr, but, you know, overall, even with the sister doing it, it still was a good moment. Because the sister, you know, blowing that shit up, thinking like she won't be able to come back. But as long as she got rid of Drake off, because everything all good. So, I mean, say the sister, say Taskmaster. So, it's good. Who cares? So, on the ground, after Natasha said Taskmaster free, she finds Jelena and apologizes for not coming back and says, it was real to me, too. And the rest of the family walks up, Melina limping, clearly injured. And finally, Alexi doesn't want to mess up the moment by opening his big-ass mouth. So we see Secretary Ross pulling up, and she tells everyone to leave while she stays. Then Yelena gives Natasha the vest for all the pockets, and the widows came back for them. So, bro, I think that she may have told Ross that this was the Red Room, and maybe she had another copy of what was going on with the widows, and was like, Hey, you get all the credit. Just let me go. Let them go. Yeah. I'll be out of your hair. You would just never know I was here. And maybe yeah. you get a credit for a huge bust. That's true. Because I was thinking, I was like, okay, everybody else got away. How are you able to just stay there as a wanted fugitive and just get away? Right. You couldn't run. It was no car for you to get in. They all had whips. They all surrounded you. So I was like, she just got out of that situation. And that is a good, that is a good theory too. Cause I mean, that's probably what happened. She probably just told him everything and got out that situation hands clean and gave her, gave away the, the widows. Cause I'm like, hear that. I know the famous whistle. And that was the last whistle. Ah. Uh, it hurts. Snap back to reality. <laughs> oh, traffic. So now we see her rear night with her mans as she gets her jet for the Secret Avengers. And it's nice to know that it took her finding Steve to break the rest of the guys out of prison. And that is the end of Black Widow. It's a movie, bro. Good movie, good movie. So, of course, 
like any other good Marvel movie, we have a post-credit scene. So let's go ahead and discuss. This post-credit scene is Yelena pulling up, which I'm assuming would be 2024 because we all know the battle happened like around October 2023. So this got to be maybe 2024. Now it got to be. So, and we see her pull up with her dog, Fanny, because she said she was going to get a dog. And she pulls up with her dog, and Yelena hits her with the whistle. (sighs) Damn, my whistling sucked. But this time, no whistle back because, you know, Black Widow went splat on the ground. I ain't gonna lie, though. I was hoping for a whistle back. I was like, bro, just give me one. A bird that or something. That would have been creepy. And N- Natasha's headstone reads daughter, sister, Avenger. They could at least put her birthday on there. No. And then we hear footsteps, and it's Val, but don't call her Val. And then she's blowing her nose, saying she's allergic to the Midwest. And she says, what uh, what that woman did, I can't even imagine. Elena says, you're not supposed to be bothering me on my holiday time, Valentina. Bro, that's one of my favorite lines in the movie. I mean, and the it's a post-pregnancy. It. The way she said it, too. That shit was lethal. Yeah, that was one of my favorite lines of the movie. Yeah. And then Val says, bother you? I'm just here to pay my respects. Yelena says, Come in here makes you look desperate as they both laugh. Yelena wants a raise. And Val says, you and me both, but you're going to earn it. And says, maybe you want a shot at the man responsible for your sister's death. And shows him a picture of Ronan, a.k.a. Hawkeye, a.k.a. Clint Burton. And that will delete or that will lead directly into the Hawkeye series, which is premiering November 24th. Let's go. I be, I ain't gonna lie though. I ain't gonna lie. I I I'm really excited for Hawkeye's series because I actually like Hawkeye. Like I feel like a lot of people like him, but not give him the credit though. Because I feel like his like just his appearance in these movies has been good. Like I like his character. Especially how it developed all the way through Endgame. I feel like his character went even more boss mode in Endgame than it was in the previous movies. Yeah, I like Hawkeye, man. I don't know why they were sleeping on Hawkeye, man. Sleeping heavy, bro. I'm like, that's why I can't wait for this series because I already know it's going to be good. People try to say because they don't like Jeremy Renner. I'm like, bro, I like Jeremy Renner. He cool. Yeah. He a good Hawkeye. I like him as Hawkeye. Yeah. I don't know why people don't, though. Certain, certain people really don't. I mean, there's a lot of people out there that do, but there's certain people out there that really don't like him as, as Hawkeye. And I don't, that shit done. And another question, bro. I got a question for you. Where the hell did Val come from? It says she walked up. Bro, there's no way she just walked up. Because literally they showed... The whole background, it was not a soul there, not a car, nothing. And then she just pulled up, blowing her nose. 
That's what it say with with the uh, when you have the subtitles on. It yeah. says light. It says light footsteps. But like, where is she coming from? That's what I'm trying to figure out. I'm like, is she just like poof? Is she there? I'm like, it's it's like she just always there. I don't think she's a witch. She gotta be, cause I'm like, bro, she just pulling up at the right time every time. <laughs> I don't think she's a witch or anything. She's just pulling up, bro. It's just random. I was just wondering, because I, when I seen that part, I was just like, where the hell did she come from? So, overall, this movie, tell me how you feeling about it. Give me your rating. Tell me why your rating is what it is. You know how we do. Yes, Straight sir. out of Marvel Brothers, first movie ranking. I think overall. Or rating, I mean, excuse me. Overall, the movie experience for me watching it, it, it was actually a good movie. I feel like even though it was like from the previous time, you know, in 2016, it still was a good movie that I can watch over and over. Like I could just watch it and just put it on. And just like if I wanted to watch a black with them, I was just like, all right, I'll put it on. You know, it's like one of those kind of movies. And I feel like the dialogue with Natasha. The dialogue with the girl, the girl played Yelena. Yelena, I mean, I mean, all the characters in the movie was just good. Every callback was pretty good. They had a lot of moments in the scenes where they say something and then they carry on later on the movie and you just catch it. And you'd be like, oh, like I like those type of feels in these movies. So when I'm a rated. I'm going to give it a 7.5 only because it was certain parts where it's just kind of like, I feel like Natasha could have helped those widows. Even if she couldn't and thought Drakeoff was dead, she should have still tried like to at least look for him. Because if you ain't, just like the sister said, if you ain't confirmed the kill, like then you shouldn't think you killed them. You know, so I think it was a cool, solid 7.5. The comedy is pretty good. So overall, I like the movie. I like how they build enough for a Hawkeye. So that's going to be good, bro. What you what you rating the movie, man? I'm going to give it a 7 out of 10. Because okay. I felt like from the beginning, it's a good Marvel movie. Obviously, average is five, so I will put that two steps above average. It wasn't great. Okay. Not too much humor. Not what I'm used to in the later Marvel films, but it's still good. Yeah. I wouldn't say that. I actually like how they fleshed out the family aspect yeah. of it, and I actually like the way that Natasha was portrayed in this. And I like that she wasn't no type of sexualized, none of that shit. Just straight movie, straight action. So I can respect that. Yeah. Um, When you talk about Yelena Florence Pugh, I feel like she killed it. I don't know what else she was in, but for her MCU debut, I'm definitely feeling her. Definitely looking forward 
to what she has to offer in this MCU. And definitely looking forward to seeing her in a Hawkeye series. Yeah. Um, Drake off. He was a cool villain, cool antagonist. I thought Taskmaster was a dumpster fire. And I stick yeah. by that. So that's why I, I keep it at a seven. But overall, the plot was good. Nothing outstanding. But something I could watch again. Yeah. Oh, God. Same here, bro. And overall, the movie just... It's, it's good for what it was. And on top of that, you got to think, it did take a long time for this movie to come out. Like, we was waiting a long time, so that kind of just dried it out a little bit, too. But I'm glad it came out. And I'm glad now we know Yelena. We got to learn her character. And now we know she's moving forward in the Hawkeye series. That's going to be pretty cool. So... Like yep. So that was our Black Widow movie review. Now we do have some fallouts to, you know, this movie. And I meant to mention this at first, so I do want to get it now. So the first weekend, Black Widow did do $215 million globally during this opening weekend. So round of applause for Marvel, round of applause for yeah. Disney. It did 80 million domestic box office, 78 million internationally, and 60 plus million on Disney Plus with Premier Access. Shout out to all of them. Shout out to Disney. Shout out to Marvel. And with that being said, Scarlett Johansson has now filed a lawsuit claiming that Disney uh, did a breach of contract when they released. Um, you know, release Black Widow on Marvel Disney Plus, or not Marvel Disney Plus, but released it on Disney Plus, and that cost her upwards of $50 million. So she's suing Disney for that. Disney replied back. This is absurd and said, can't believe you were trying to take advantage of what's going on during COVID right now. And they also said that Scarlett Johansson received $20 million so far since Black Widow's release. Damn. Real messy. But I already knew Scarlett Johansson was coming back, so why not try to get it back? On me. $50 million? Who do you think you're getting that, Chelsea Clinton? <laughs> <laughs> But no, that's, that's crazy, bro. Damn. I did not know that she was suing them for that. That's that see, that's like that. And only 20 million. Like, bro, that's not cool. That's a lot of bread though. It is, but like, come on, 50 million? Well, that's be well, that's because. People didn't go to the movies. She's saying that fifty million that she missed out on, that was made at the box or at Disney Plus. That's what she was was supposed to receive from the box office. But my thing is, a lot of people had to watch it on Disney Plus because the theaters aren't open everywhere yet. Yeah, that's true. 
So, but I ain't mad at the shit. Disney got the bread, so shit, go for it. Thanks. Damn, that shit crazy. Yeah, I ain't, I ain't tripping. Yeah, I ain't even mad at it. I'm glad she getting her bread. Do what you gotta do. Because <clears throat> even though that shit, like at least a lot of the movie theaters not really open still at this time, but it sucks though. 50 million, that's a lot. Even though she made 20, which is still a lot, but 50? I mean, she want to make 70. I mean, I mean, I don't blame her though. She is 70. I'd rather have 70 than 20. I would too. That's all I said. I ain't mad at this shit. Go get your money. If, if she can get it, she can get it. But Disney calling bullshit. And if they can get her, hey man, may the best man and woman win. I mean, so. That is a wrap on this episode of Strider Marvel episode 24. You can go and follow your boy at the KC Network 702. Go ahead, run that shit up. Let's get them followers up and let's get some interaction going in. Again, shout out to Gary's Popcorn on Apple Podcasts. Really appreciate your five-star review. And if you want to support this podcast, give us a five-star review and throw a comment on there because we will much really appreciate it. Like I always appreciate it. I look at that thing every day to see if we get a new comment. And every time we get a new comment, my eyes light up. Like I just seen a star. So shout out to all the straight out of Marvel fans. Shout out to all the straight out of Marvel listeners, all the day ones, all the new listeners, all the listeners that ain't going to never listen again. Shout out to you too. Your boy Kevin 27. And it's your boy Chris. Believe it till you make believers. We out. Peace. Thanks for listening to Straight Out of Marvel on the KC Network 702. If you enjoyed this episode and want to support the podcast, give us a five star rating on Apple Podcasts at Straight Out of Marvel. And you can also watch a video version on youtube.com slash KC Network 702. And to support, subscribe to the channel, like, and comment the latest video. Thanks for listening. See you next Thursday for the Loki After Show.